Now, you're on the vinyl lounge, Scott Abaz of the Fish with AP over in the corner. Did you know that over the last two years, more than 440 people have been arrested in the United Kingdom for being drunk at airports or on planes? That's 220 a year. Let's assume that. Yep, that's good. That works. But the new aviation minister, Lord Hamed, and when I say Hamed, I assume that's how you would pronounce it because it's A-H-M-A-D. Um, not sure why he's a lord, but he is. Uh, he has thought about putting restrictions in place to stop people being able to get drunk at the airport. Now, I think this is a very vital piece of public service because 440 people over two years, that's let's assume 220 people per year, is a significant number, isn't it? reckon. Except when you take into account that 250 million people fly in England a year or the UK. Well, so it's sort got, of an insignificant number then. Yes, precisely the point. You've got 220 buffets that are now going to spoil it for 250 million other people, less 220, and what that will mean is that you won't be able to get on your luxurious easy jet flight uh, having um, preloaded, as you would do before you go to a bar anywhere else, uh, sure. because you can't afford to buy the drinks on the plane, let's face it. So if you want to preload, get in quick and do it, because this moron, Lord Ahmed, who was apparently only appointed earlier this month, said he wanted to examine the way alcohol is sold at airports um, amid a spate of incidents on the plane involving drunk passengers, as we've just so announced, when, 220. When he, when he examines the way that the alcohol is sold at airports, he's yep. basically, what, going to park himself at the airport for, what, a month? I would say so. And partake of alcohol? I would. Well, I <laughs> don't know. Whether drink scoons. I don't know whether he'd be and drinking then, the Scoobies. I would think that he'd be there. Fly, with... And then fly to the next airport? Quite possibly so. Quite possibly yeah, and so. And do the same thing. Yeah. Sorry, AP? And have a few more drinks. One would assume yeah. so. But he doesn't want to kill the merriment altogether. And I think that's the important word, altogether. But he does think that it's important that passengers who board planes are also responsible and have a responsibility to other passengers. So isn't this just a classic example... Yep. of yep. the tiniest, tiniest, tiniest percentage of morons buggering it for the rest of society. And you know what pisses me off about things like this? And today's a good day to be discussing this because, let's face it, I'm See, pissed off anyway. I know, I know, I know. I'm just trying to hold you back a little bit. Thank you, all. I appreciate it. Is that the general public put up with fuckheads like this one, Lord Hakmed? who wants to bring in rules, the same as every other government in the world, who want to bring in rules, regulations, laws and bits and pieces. Like to, a nanny state. To control, exactly. To control the vast majority of people who are going about their business perfectly happy, perfectly fine, perfectly contented, maybe a little bit pissed on occasion like I am now. But no. But they're not troublemakers. We're not troublemakers and we have to suffer the consequences of a few fuckheads, a few yes. buffheads yes. that want to go and spoil it for everyone else. Now, another example of that is in King's Cross in Sydney. 
couple of nasty incidents. Incidents, I should say. And they were nasty, don't get me wrong. There was a couple of deaths involved. But out of the thousands and thousands, tens of thousands, probably hundreds of thousands of people that were uh, at these places, there was a bit of violence and the awfully um, happy chappy who's got a vested interest at St Vincent's Hospital was one of the prime people behind what happened where we had lockout laws. So now if you go to King's Cross, you have to um, be out of a place by a certain time. You can't go into a place at a certain time. You can't get drinks after a certain time. You certainly can't get shots of booze. So you can't just go and say, oh, fuck, I've had a big day. I need it. Just to, just give me a, 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 a straight scotch. No, can't do it. Illegal. And, que- and Queensland's contemplating it now. Mm-hmm. Queensland Lockout is pl- uh, contemplating it. But the good news is that it's done marvels for St Vincent's Hospital. They have seen a dramatic decrease in the number of people presenting themselves or being dragged there in ambulances, injured or damaged as a result of alcohol-fueled violence. Nice thought. Yeah. The only trouble is that almost all of the businesses in uh, King's Cross have gone broke, have gone tits up because no one's there. Now... Yeah. I heard them on the radio earlier in the week suggesting that what a wonderful thing these lockout laws are because it's stopped all these people presenting themselves to the hospital and so therefore as a direct result of these lockout laws it's decreased the violence. It may well have done but the reason there's not as many people at the hospital is because there's no one there in the first place. To there's get no this. idea. There's no one there doing anything. And it's they, just, they've all gone to other places like Parramatta and that's out right, west it's been somewhere. Spread over, so either do it over the whole country and really fuck the world. Like as far as I'm concerned, ban alcohol for anyone under fifty. As I just have a little drink Ooh. of my Havana Club rum. On, hang on. Are you under fifty? No, you're gone. You'd have to do it in the privacy of your own home. Fuck that. Well, precisely. I mean, I don't know what. No, you just have people. People just have parties. Well, I go to the have a Milo. No, you go to. You don't sell alcohol. You just uh, everyone can sort of pool their money together and uh, buy all the alcohol. People will just have these suburban parties. No, because then the wowsers will discover that your people uh, people are having parties. And they might be disturbing their neighbours or something else, and you oh, won't be able to do that. Sure. Because even in, just to digress briefly, but in the same vein, in the new rules, laws and everything of apartment living in Australia, or in New South Wales anyway, I'm not sure what it's like in Victoria, but they brought in new rules that if you are a smoker, for example, in the privacy of your own home, but the smoke goes out of your apartment, under your door, across the hallway and under the door at the place next door and they can smell your smoke, that, that could be banned. Can't smoke out on the balcony because that cigarette tobacco smoke, horrible, disgusting stuff could waft up up to the place upstairs and then all downstairs or across the hall or over the street could upset people and they could die from passive smoking. Can't do that. Can't even have a barbecue on your balcony anymore in some buildings. Now, how un-Australian is that? Yeah. And it all comes down from the fact that these few namby-pamby softcocks, and the, as you would know, listener, there's nothing that I hate more than a cock that's soft just I don't know. dictating to me <laughs> what I different. can and can't do. No, it's true. I hate softcocks. Hate softcocks. <laughs> hate them. Did you, say, did you say also dictating? Dictating, absolutely. I can't is that, stand... Is that another word, that I, an adjective or something that I don't want? Could well be, could well be, but I just can't stand somebody with a soft cock dictating to me 
what I can and can't do within reason. I accept that you have to make laws to keep the general populace safe. But that's on the assumption that, you know, if you kill five or 6,000 people a year in a car accident, if you wear safety belts, that that's going to reduce that by a reasonable amount. That's easy. But if you've got 440 people over two years, 220 people per year, who get drunk and cause some aggravation on, on a plane or at an airport, out of 250 million, and now you're going to talk about banning booze at an airport, you know, then the world's fucked. You know, you know when we were kids, yes. and we've discussed this before, but this is relevant, yes. very important. Uh, we didn't wear helmets when we were riding bicycles. Darwinism. And I can tell you, I have not heard or I did not hear of anyone having an accident uh, damaging their head, brain, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure, grazed knees, grazed elbows, you know, that's, that sort of thing. That, that was common. Yes. But did you ever hear that anyone anyone got killed or... Oh, I don't know. Uh, so many of my friends died from so many varieties of causes of accidents self-inflicted injuries and booze and God knows what, gunshots. I you know, I can't keep track of who might have died without a helmet. But I understand but your we're point. Talking, I understand we're talking your about point. innocent activity. I understand your point. You know, relatively innocent activity. I just think people are becoming dumber. Oh, you know why? And we've had this discussion. School yeah. zones. We're letting them live. That's right. Darwinism has gone out the window. Now, that's sad for the people who, who unfortunately die. Well, if you've got... A, an idiot who does something stupid knowing full well that it could kill him and he does it anyway then he's out of the gene pool he's not going to breed and therefore his children aren't going to be as stupid as he was or she <laughs> perfectly reasonable that's how the world has gone since Adam and Eve were wandering around naked in the Garden of Eden even before that, in fact, before God popped off Adam's rib and what, created what, what, They call it something selection. Natural selection. Unless, right. of course, you're an American uh, Republican, in which case it's all God's work anyway. But let's assume that God's not doing this in particular. It's Darwinism. It's natural selection. So nature, it's what's happened in the world. Ha- has its way of weeding out the, the weakness, the weak people. Correct. Correct. But no, and the strong ones survive. We've now allowed the weak people to breed, yes, creating yes. more weakness in society. Now, yes. this doesn't happen in a lot of third world countries, where unfortunately, you know, people have fourteen or fifteen children in the expectation that most of them are going to die at an early age, and they can't support their parents or help out with whatever it is. Sad that though that may be, but that's unfortunately that's life. They still do that there. We don't. We wrap them all in cotton wool here. We keep everyone going, no matter how stupid they may be. Yes. And then next thing you know, they've they've done some big flash engagement on YouTube. And next thing you know, they're having the big wedding ceremony that's blocked off streets or bloody buildings or blocks or bloody whole countries. Next thing you know, they've got little annoying children. Then they shoot children. up the neighbours. And then they shoot up the neighbours. Then the next thing you know, they've got annoying children who are just useless as two men not here uh, who shouldn't have ever been able to breed in the first place uh, because when they were shooting up the neighbours, they didn't get shot by the ricochets. And suddenly you've got another whole raft of all these bloody soft-cock, namby-pamby, wussy little fuckers. And the world just goes 
tits up. And, and the strong people get accused of being bullies. Well, the strong people then have they to go to jail. Well, not only do they go to jail, but they have to abide by the stupid rules that bloody cretinous politicians make to protect us, the general populace, who are perfectly happy without these morons coming along, to protect us from the stupidity that these people are doing. I and it just gives me the shit. Was, I thought general populace was an officer in the army, sorry. See, now, that's the sort of answer that I would expect from a moron. <laughs> and you know what I like to do to people like, or the, what should happen to people like that? What? That. What an idiot, eh? Hey? Absolutely. He says what with the guns pointed at him. Exactly. Says it all in my book. Moron. I'm surprised he didn't put his finger in the barrel. Well, that's always a bad idea. Like a Bugs, I, Bugs Bunny cartoon. Either it blows up the barrel or blows your finger off. Hard to say which. But isn't that just annoying? We have to be. We have to suffer because of the moron. So it's bad enough that I'm not allowed to drive home tonight, pesters out of my brain. Even though we kill about two thirds less people than we did when I was growing up, I made it. God knows how. But we can't do that anymore. And, and, and so we have a surplus now of two thirds more people. Morons. Morons that are. Yeah, that are causing havoc. Correct. I'm sure that some of them might grow up to be um, sensible uh, adults, but I doubt it very much. Because when you look yeah, on the television on a current affair and you you see the moron, and then they've got moron children, and then you know the 19-year-old mum's got moron, moron grandchildren, and you think to yourself, what fucking hope are those poor kiddies got? Like, let's face it, when kiddies are born, they're innocent, they're wonderful, they're lovely, they're charming. They don't... They're, they've got no expectation. They've got no nothing in the world. They're, they're, they're poor little innocent kiddies. And all of a sudden, because of the moron grandma at 19, their life is fucked. And they're just going to go downhill fast. I mean, for those poor go, little bastards. You should go yes? on that Q&A show. Oh, don't start me. I'd fucking sort them out. <laughs> the poor little bastards. They've got no hope in the world because of the 19-year-old grandmother who's just a meth head or a crackhead or a fuckwit anyway. <laughs> She's got, she's, you know, her life's turned to shit. Now she's brought in two more generations into the world. And they've got no chance whatsoever, poor little buggers. I feel great pity for the kiddies. I do. Yeah, they get neglected because the mum's too busy training for the crackhead Olympics. Exactly. <laughs> well, that's a, that would have been a different thing because at least they're, they're trying to serve some useful purpose by going to the crackhead Olympics. Yeah, but the problem is, the problem is, the bloody IOC won't allow the crackhead Olympics, so these people have got nothing to aspire to. So all they do is sit around at home, watch Real Housewives of where the fuck who knows, smoking dope, <laughs> taking drugs, fucking sticking meth up their nose and bloody heroin in their left eyeball, while the kid's sitting there in the bassinet in its shitty little nappies, going ah, 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 starving to death. And next thing you know, Docs is knocking on the door, going. We've come to check the kid. Fuck off. And they go, all right, well, sorry, we haven't got enough people to look at that anyway. So the poor kid's fucked. No, they're just rat shit. Well, it's fucked. It's gone to hell in a handbag and it just gives me the shits. Bastards. And now some prick wants to take booze up from me from the airport. Fuck it, I'm drunk on my rum now. Now I'm unhappy. I hate it when you beat around the bush, Scotty. 
<laughs> well, sometimes you just, you, you know, you, you just can't beat around the bush sometimes with these fuckheads. Right. 2102. So, thank you very much. Sorry. Let's <laughs> write that down. Sorry if I've offended you with my language, listener. Actually, no, I don't give a shit. Because this is the vinyl lounge, and that's what we do on this show. Sometimes we just have to tell the truth. We don't do it often, but sometimes we do. Now, in fairness, that's my truth. You might disagree with me. But if you do, I would very much like to hear from you. If you're a fuckhead, why don't you get onto the Skype now? Because you probably got it in your fucking council flat or your bloody taxpayer-funded house, and you probably got your $8,000 computer sitting in front of your 75,000-inch TV. Sucking on your bloody crystal meth pipe, you loser. Why don't you give me a ring and we'll have a bit of a chat about it. I'd like to hear from you, fuckhead. What a song now. I'm going to get another drink, I think. You're on the vinyl lounge, Scott Abaz and the Fish. We'd love to hear from you. Call Net FM. It'll be just fabulous to hear from you. 